Well, there's another episode of the Libertarian Now podcast, and I'm your host, Libertarian Now, and, or Now Libertarian, however you want to look at it. Oh, let's see here, today is Thursday, March 18th, 2021, and... What a year it's been so far. Um, it's really hard to find anything positive to say about it, really. Uh, you know, we got a we got a new president who's going for the gusto, and uh, just like he said he would do for over forty forty seven years now, and. Uh, it ain't getting any better, that's for sure. Especially for diabetics. I mean, nobody deserves that. Now, despite the fact that Trump's uh, history of Linguistics has been unsatisfying to most, myself included to a certain extent. At the actions that he took uh, while in office, uh, some of them were were pretty good, uh, including getting the uh, the price of insulin to drop. All oh, that's instantly reversed now. Thankfully, I'm not diabetic, but what if I was? What if anybody else that's listening is not a diabetic, was diabetic? What would you do? Well, apparently uh, those those who support Biden don't care. And uh, that's just that. Uh, Now, that may not be the case. Uh, for for every Biden supporter, but um, I would say that uh, you know you you reap what you sow. Um, I learned this lesson the hard way years ago, uh, and so uh, I try not to do it anymore. I I take the time to do more research um, into uh, into politicians and uh, and into uh, the. The issues that are uh, that are facing uh, us here in the United States right now, and I take I take some attention also to uh, uh, issues that are plaguing humanity as well, because and just because it's not happening here in the United States uh, doesn't mean that it can't or won't affect us. Um, the coronavirus is definitely a uh, a key example in that. Uh, you know we can uh we can debate whether or not it was uh, uh a conspiracy or not um and I'm fine with that well lately it's just been uh <laughs> been dealing with my own life and uh watching it fall apart um because of the past year uh a lot of plans that I had set up, um, 
I can't do them now. Uh, I had uh, I had a relationship completely fall apart as a result of all this. Um, I'm terrible at relationships in the in the first place, and I finally succeeded at kind of having a good relationship and um, do the distance and the and the quarantining and this that and the other everything that went along that the government mandated in one form or another or manipulated the the job markets to uh to, to, to keep everyone working in place you know you couldn't move around and get a new job i mean if they did it was very difficult uh anybody who could find a job uh in a, since last march um you know with with everything that was going on um, you know, two thumbs up to you. Uh, you know, that's, that's definitely not, uh, an easy thing to do. Uh, and right now that's a little bit of a different story, but you know, with vaccinations going around and, and, uh, who knows if the facts, if, uh, if that second shot is going to, uh, help you or kill you or not it's it's a total gamble and uh i keep seeing uh and hearing about people here in the states as well as uh, in other parts of the world um who are just who are literally their reaction to the vaccine is they're literally dying so it seems to be coming from uh, certain manufacturers, so I guess uh, uh, some manufacturers know how to uh, make a good vaccine and some don't, but I'm still skeptical of the entire uh, vaccine thing itself. Um, and, and anybody that goes out of their way to say that, oh, you have to trust the science and, you know, just... Just, just trust it. Just trust it because it's the CDC and the WHO because they're professionals and they're scientists and they know what they're talking about. Anybody could be a professional, you know. Anybody can be licensed and anything like that, and they can still make a mistake. That's just human nature. There's nothing solid or bulletproof about that at all, whatsoever. Uh, we've seen this uh, uh, all. I mean, you you look at each and every year, going back in however many years you want to go, and you will find countless, absolutely countless, uh, cases that that prove that, um, you know, anybody can have a a license, for example, to do surgery, and uh, how many how many sur- how many surgeons uh, are out there that that face lawsuits and are getting sued and stuff like that. It's because oh yeah, they have a license, but they still make mistakes. I guess there isn't much more to say about that. Um, and you know, it, it, the the whole the whole concept can uh, can easily be true across um, across any sector uh, of the uh, developed world we're all human 
and as humans, we're bound to make mistakes. And uh, when you have a system in place that uh, elevates people to that that sort of level where anxiety is induced, and and, and if that uh, that anxiety isn't dealt with properly, then sure, mistakes can happen. I think the past year has been uh, anxiety-inducing for just about everyone. Um, I don't know, I personally don't know anybody who is not affected in that way uh, by what has happened. And uh, it it literally breaks my heart. Um, My heart's already been broken in so many ways in recent times anyway, so... I just say fuck it. Who cares? Obviously nobody does, so why should I? Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to cling to that. That's a uh, that's a very toxic reaction, and uh, it's not a reaction that uh, I should be going forward with. Uh, it is my responsibility, uh, I believe, as a good human being to... Uh, to find ways to uh, diminish and remove uh, that sort of perspective uh, from my persona. Um, it basically, it's a fleeting thing. I mean, do I really believe that nobody cares? Yes and no. Uh, yes, I, I believe that there are people who simply, really, genuinely do not care about themselves or about and or about other people in the world. Um while there is definitely a segment of people who do care, but there's that difference between being able to care and being able to do something. And people can care, but if there's if there's some sort of distance or uh, they're just too busy with their own thing and trying to uh, keep themselves their family alive it can become uh, very taxing and time consuming and so people are people are tired of all this nonsense that's being pushed on us and it's uh, it's obviously not right, but uh, you know what can we do? And and that's the question that I ask myself: is what can I do, not what can't I do? If I focus too much on uh, the things that I can't do, then I'm not going to do anything. And uh, I think that uh, uh, anybody that takes uh, mental health seriously. Um, regardless of whether they were ever in the military or not, um, I, 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 I think that, uh, those people are, are the ones who are, uh, probably more likely to survive, uh, this, this thing. Um, otherwise, uh, there's that other segment of the population that, uh, that gives into, into fear, that gives into the fear and, uh, the loss of hope and uh and they don't know they don't know how to cope so um 
they they turn to uh, just about anything. And I think a lot of this feeds into the current socialist movement that's happening here in the United States uh, is that a lot of people have been disenfranchised in some sort of way or another. And I'm not referring to disenfranchisement as in becoming a felon, but uh, just kind of a general disenfranchisement, um, being cut off from family for whatever reason. You know, they, they, they could have a, uh, a lifestyle that their family doesn't approve of, and so they, they cut them off for whatever reasons, whether it be religious or not, uh, or something else. Um, you know, that, that, that sort of thing can really uh, mess with people's minds, and uh, it makes people not trust as much. Uh, it, it, it makes uh, uh, building relationships uh, or, or forming a relationship with uh, one or more people uh, to be uh, extremely difficult, if not in if not straight up impossible. And, uh, and it's not fair because it's not fair because it is an impediment. It impedes, uh, the pursuit of happiness for any and all Americans. We should not be standing in each other's ways telling each other and or preventing each other from pursuing our own individual happiness. And that's the difference between libertarianism and non-libertarianism. Um, you know, libertarianism, it, it, it's about the individual. And the individual uh, has the right to pursue happiness. Um when people uh, disregard individualism and just completely not have any focus or respect on the individual and or individual rights, uh, then, then that's like they're, they're, they've just gone into groupthink. And um, so for whatever reason, uh, they've experienced something in life where uh, their own uh, individuality was uh, questioned and possibly shamed and dis- perhaps they just feel destroyed. Uh, you know, just completely going down a different path, but it's still it's still a destruction of of someone's feeling of self-worth. They're not... They they felt like they were uh, pursuing their own happiness and um, perhaps they felt that they found it. But if they're, if, if they're, if they're finding this happiness and, um, and, and, and the cost of that happiness is other people's happiness or somebody else's happiness then that's a problem and and, and that's not uh, I, I, I firmly 100% uh, 
believe uh, with every fiber of my being that the founding fathers of the United States of America, uh, when they when they wrote the uh, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and and everything that went along with it, I honestly do not believe that they intended for the pursuit of happiness to ever be at the cost of anybody else's happiness. Period. And anybody that disagrees, um, well, (laughs) you got problems. Sorry, but that's just how it is. Now, I may sound a bit narcissistic in that way. I'm not gonna lie. Right now, I I feel like a uh, I may have some uh, some fleas, um, some issues that I'm taking care of right, that I'm working on right now. But I mean, people have a right to uh, to draw their own boundaries and and to uh, defend themselves uh, where and when need be. And of course, you know that 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 feeds into uh, the amendments to the Constitution. Um, you know, we could we could go into the uh, Second Amendment there. You know, there, there's definitely been a lot of issues with that recently. Um, with uh, this whole push for uh, guns being taken away and. And, and people who don't, who don't even own guns, or, or, or who, who are not fairly well educated in firearms, uh, to be, um, making decisions for those that that are, um, and and and, and just totally going out there and just making, and just saying, oh, you know, you, y'all can't pursue happiness, um, because, because I feel that 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 my happiness is being drained away because y'all own guns because mass shootings anybody could uh, be a mass shooter and, and and there's i feel that that sort of perspective uh has a serious lack of uh education um and and that education could be uh any number of levels i mean it, it could be a lack of Homeschool education, lack of uh, public school education, uh, colleges, universities, um, you name it. Uh, it's probably on that list. Um, you know, anybody could even be an autodidact in teaching themselves. Uh, you know, they could go on the internet. They can. There's plenty of resources out there. Offer anybody to um, to continue their own education, which then of course goes back to the uh, the difference between the schools of thoughts of uh, what constitutes education and what constitutes classroom. Now this is this is of course that uh, school of thought, uh, which is very much a real school of thought, uh, where a lot of people, uh, myself not included. Uh, considers education to be something that only happens in a classroom and i feel like this is uh definitely a um 
uh, a result of the public educational system. Um, I can affirm that because I hate, I went through it myself and, uh, and that's basically how, uh, most educators, uh, teach kids to think is that you learn things when you're in school, when you're out of school, you're free to have fun and be a kid and all that. You know, there's, there's no learning there. Well, that's where I disagree uh, with that concept because my aspect is that uh, life itself is a classroom. Uh, learning never ends. You know, okay, sure. I get out of school. I go home. I have fun. <laughs> and uh, while having fun, Let's say, let's say when I was a kid and I was riding my bike and while I'm riding my bicycle, um, I, uh, I, I hit a rock or a bump in the road or something like that. And I fell off my bicycle, flipped over the handlebars, uh, skinned up my knees pretty bad. Um, you know, hurt, pain, all that. Okay. Now. Do I want to repeat that mistake? I don't think anybody that's ever been in that situation has ever wanted to repeat that mistake. Or any similar mistake. So, at that point in time, one then learns from that mistake how to correct that behavior. So that way they don't do that again. So, um, yeah, there's so many other examples that, that I'm sure anybody that's listening to this, uh, could come up with in their own life. Um, I mean, and those are just basic everyday things. Um, you know, people, people should be learning, uh, from their own pain. Uh, you know, if, you know, there's definitely this uh, mentality where um, where parents just want to uh, wrap their kids in bubble wrap and uh, and prevent the world from hurting them. It's like, okay, so what are you teaching your kid that they uh, shouldn't get hurt? That they shouldn't learn how to uh, deal with that? And they should always rely on you or somebody else to uh, make things right. It completely absolves them of responsibility. And so that's, I mean, I don't have kids myself, but that wasn't how I was raised. And if I ever uh, am able to uh, have a kid or kids, yeah, I'm going to raise them to uh uh to be responsible and to learn from their mistakes and to think for themselves. But I'm also going to teach them empathy. I'm not going to teach them that they should uh they should be um not treating others right because that's not right. You know, you you, you get what you give to the world. And sometimes, 
sometimes you give the world good and sometimes the world shits on you in return and it, and it's not even you know that's not even something that's uh, directly connected to that it could be completely something different uh, as a result of something else you know, there's a lot of uh, people out there that just don't care and uh, the more that uh, the more that people shit on each other um, in the figurative sense uh, and, and, and bully each other and, and, and make each other feel bad you know the people that know how to uh, how to rebound from that and, 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 and conduct themselves in a uh, uh, in a mature and civil manner uh, they're going to be the ones that are that are going to do good um, they're the ones that are doing good right now and the ones that uh, that just sit by and and and, and, and uh, cry and and complain that all oh, the world isn't fair um, you know we need to that that people need to uh, unionize their jobs and and things of that nature, and the, the, these people aren't going to go anywhere, uh, and do anything because they're not they're not doing anything useful, they're not doing anything to help themselves or to help other people, they're relying on 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 other people to. Uh, help them pursue their happiness. Now, sure, it's it's good sometimes to get some help for that, but really, mm, I, I really feel that uh, the pursuit of happiness goes back to personal responsibility. And, 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 and knowing and understanding uh, uh one's own uh, boundaries in that respect uh, can really go a long way. Um, so, and of course that all ties into uh, different concepts of liberty. Um, you know, the, there's, there's definitely uh, a vast spectrum within the Libertarian Party uh, that I've discovered in recent times that uh well not just discovered but explored more of um and uh and, and of course this this all goes back to um to different perspectives and things of that nature uh my perspective is simply that there are um there are two kinds of libertarians there's little l libertarians and there's big l libertarians the bigger libertarians are the politicians. Uh, they're the ones that uh, that want to organize and and grow the party, and and that's all good and fine. Um, and there's the little L libertarians, uh, such as myself, uh, among many others, that are kind of okay with uh, growing the party, but uh, we're ra- rather apprehensive about who we let in. Um, and, and and there's a reason for that, um, and and anybody that uh, uh, that has done uh, any kind of political science work, um, and uh, and learning history, uh, 
will know that parties like the Democratic Party and the Republican Party uh, have risen to where they're at (laughs) at this point in time, uh, not because people were completely relying on each other, but because everybody was taking personal responsibility and uh, working together uh, for the uh, the good of each other and uh, those that uh, support them or who ask for their support. Um, but as with anything, um, it's it's a group. So each political party is a group and. These parties were uh, something that uh, the Founding Fathers had warned against. Um, and uh, and the political parties are really what, what has uh, enabled the, uh, the government to grow to, uh, to be too large as it is now. It's just too big. Um, and examples of that uh going back to 2001 with the passage of the Patriot Act um there was the creation of the Homeland Security uh administration that's a whole other government entity that was created out of thin air uh then came the uh the TSA the uh the travel security agency or i think there's another uh wording for it but that's how i always looking at it because I mean that's that's exactly what they uh purport to do is to uh secure tra- air travel uh within the United States um you know they set up all these uh these stations at all these airports all around the country and suddenly you know they were just hiring people and what happens when the government hires people they just hire people and um all sorts of people out there you know all of a sudden they were uh molesting people um and and it just you know they can uh, they can sit there and they can fire people and they can hire people and and they can only they can only cross their fingers and hope that you know people aren't going new people aren't going to uh be this way but the it's the the complaints are consistent they're not just privately done but you know they're they're well known publicly and uh you know one can also look at you know how often they they occur at certain certain airports in certain states and you know where wherever of course the uh the more the most complaints are at you know is more likely to be where um uh the most um molesters are at so, I mean, that's that's just one aspect. But there's still a lot out there that are hidden. Uh, and there's, there's a lot out there that hide. Um, and hence, <laughs> and I was molested when I was a kid. So, and, uh, and, and I never found out the identity of that person. So, somewhere out there, he's still out there. He may even have been caught. He may even be dead. I have no idea, um, and I'll never know, and that's, uh, that's just, it is what it is, uh, 
but uh, you know, a lot of these people are out there, and um, and they and they hide in plain sight so very well, and uh, but if uh, if you know what to look for and the patterns to look for, then they can be found. Um, so there's that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, that, of course, that's just drawing out more symptoms of, of, uh, people who, um, just get in the way of the pursuit of people's happiness. I mean, had I not been molested, my own personal pursuit of happiness may have actually resulted in better happiness. <laughs> um, as it is now, not too happy. Um, maybe that'll change. Maybe it won't. I really don't know right now. I'm not really in a position to uh, postulate on that. So, moving on. The... Uh, the growth of the government agencies uh, in the 21st century has definitely been a an issue, uh, and, and 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 of course now with uh, this new incoming administration, um, the Biden Harris administration, uh, who uh, with their Democratic Party have uh, not only taken the White House but the uh, the House and the Senate, so uh, sure they've. Uh, They've managed to draw uh, some very fine uh, half and half lines there, but I mean this really, this really defines seriously, concretely des- defines the duopoly uh, that exists at the highest level of government, and uh, never before in this point of in history uh, has it been ever so succinctly put on display to not only the world but also to ourselves um and and i shudder to think at the number of people who don't see it who don't understand it um but there are lots of people out there that do see it and they have seen it and uh, because they do see it, they've made the choice not to vote. Um, you know, and, and, and that lack of that lack of voting power has definitely given them power. Um, but unfortunately, uh, a, a, as was forewarned uh, by the founding fathers, uh, the uh, the political parties, um, most particularly the Democratic Party. Uh, it's been the uh, the political party that uh, that survived uh, the the Whig Party that uh, became the Republican Party back in the eighteen sixties, uh, and, and and now here 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 we are in uh, in the twenty twenties, and uh, just getting into it, and and here we see the Republican Party. starting to or perhaps already is uh, engaged in uh, its own um, changes uh, 
very similarly to what the Whig Party went through. And, uh, you know, if if all the uh, political parties that uh, people supported, only the Libertarian Party uh, was a solid number three across all 50 states in the District of Columbia. Um, the numbers and the data and the statistics absolutely prove it 100% without a shadow of a doubt that on November 7th of 2020, the Libertarian Party rose up and became a solid gold disc that uh, tipped under the weight of the duopoly and uh, shifted uh, until... Uh, the uh the abusive tactics of the Democratic Party uh weighted down in their favor. Um so and, and there was definitely there was definitely a lot of changes that needed to happen. Um but uh we're we're still looking at a lot of ongoing policy here uh and new policy being enacted. Um I think for the first time in a long time, I actually turned on uh, NPR radio uh, uh, today. Um, and I listened to it the other day, too. Uh, I hadn't listened to NPR in a very long time. Um, they, they they usually rather uh, kind of flat and morose in their, uh, in their explanations of things. But, but actually listening to the people talk on about um, referencing Trump and it's like, we're in March 2021. Why are y'all talking about Trump? And and trying to blame the, the fingers of blame that that's what they were going and they were, but but this time the the discussion was a little different because uh, not just uh, was were the fingers of blame being uh, uh, pointed at uh, the outgoing Trump administration, but at the uh, the current. Biden administration um of the hard questions are uh, are not are are actually being uh, focused on that now uh which was quite refreshing uh because uh when that discussion took place and uh I wish I uh recalled uh let's see if I can remember what uh, they were actually talking about um there there was some discussion uh regarding uh, the current state of the uh, southern border uh, with Mexico and uh, how uh, Biden has sent a uh, crisis teams uh, in to, uh, to try and fix the problems uh, that they're having there. And uh, so, of course, that's a big deal right now. Um, and, uh, you know, the, these people are definitely... Uh, you know, they've been fleeing uh, countries like Colombia and Honduras, and they've been running through Mexico. Uh, maybe some, maybe some actual Mexicans have been popping up, but I see people online always saying, "All of these Mexicans," and it's, and it's not Mexicans. It's not all Mexicans. There, there are plenty of other people from Central and uh, South America. Uh, coming up across the border and that lack of distinction just just saying that they're all Mexicans is just to me that feels very insulting 
uh, it's, it's like calling um, all Asian people Asians. Uh, you know, it's like saying it's it, it, without saying, oh yeah, they're Japanese or they're Chinese or Filipino or Indonesian or Mongolian. <laughs> I mean, uh, that list could go on. Um, but the main point here is that when people do that kind of whitewash, then I don't see how it helps anything. Um, there's, there's definitely a humanitarian crisis going on there. And the fact that Biden is, um, Directing resources that as is a good thing. Um, of course, you know we've also had some severe weather uh, in the southeastern states, so uh, there's probably going to be some uh, a reaction towards that. Um, it's 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 also been nice to uh, just dis- dis- despite my disdain for um, uh, for Biden and Harris, it's it has been nice to. Uh, not have a uh, an overly reactionary president in the office right now. Um, that's that's probably the uh, the only uh, good thing I can say right now. But you know he's he pushed for unity and healing and everything. And I'm sorry, that's just not going to happen. Uh, it can't happen because look at the past four years since 2016. Everybody just erupted since that first debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. That's what set the stage on it. That was the spark that ignited the wildfire that engulfed uh, the entire political spectrum uh, and beyond and uh, in our country. And uh, with that, it caused... Uh, it. There was already divisions in place and instead of letting people heal already which what people were trying to do it just made things worse it created a uh an even deeper divide and uh and now there's a lot of people that simply won't talk to each other won't acknowledge each other people people consider consider other people to be uh dead to them and i can't think of a worse uh way to be abusive uh, towards anybody than to consider them dead in their mind. Um, the only exception that I could think to that is, would be uh, uh, pedophiles and, uh, and molesters. I mean, other than that, um, nobody deserves that. And... Uh, a lot of people out there just think that I don't know what they think. Uh, sometimes I do because I talk to them and sometimes I don't because it's happened to me too. And and it sucks because people get incorrect impressions and then they run with it. They uh, They have a certain expectation of 
of what happens and if something doesn't happen then there's a, a certain solid result and but that's not always the case because not always not everybody's taught the same way and that that difference in teaching whether it's uh within the public education system or homeschooling or private uh school systems uh that that right there has really pitted a lot of uh Americans against each other uh if, if there there was a basis for a civil war that's it uh but there's still a lot of a lot of people that don't want that uh, and, and I understand a lot of people don't want it. I don't want it, but I also understand that it's probably, that it's possibly, I won't say probably, but I will say possibly inevitable. Um, there's, uh, but it all, it, it all boils down to who's willing to, uh, react and not react. I mean, there's a situation in uh, the state of Georgia now where, uh, some kid uh, murdered uh, some uh, some Asian woman. Now they're saying Asian because we don't necessarily know what their ethnicity is. Uh, there's probably been some updates uh, since then that I may not be aware of. So you know if uh, if that information is known and I'm just not saying it here right now, then it is what it is. Um, you know they could be Japanese, they could be Chinese. It could be they could be any kind of um, race that tends to come from the eastern half of the world. So now of course what happened was horrific and uh what he did was wrong. Um he definitely uh he didn't like what they were uh how they made him feel or his impulses or whatever so the fact that he couldn't control his own uh sexual impulses he he re- he redirected that energy to uh to being violent to the point that he killed them so uh that's obviously wrong <laughs> that that's not a way to uh deal with things because okay well what if other people uh enjoyed going there and and getting massages and and that helped them uh with their uh pursuit of happiness well now he's just cut off all their uh uh pursuits of happiness and completely laid to waste uh uh these women who were uh just trying to make a living and pursuing their own happiness so uh yeah uh, i um I don't remember if uh, Georgia supports the death penalty or not, but if they do, he should get it. That's what I think. Um, There's just... But, you know, there's there's a lot more uh, evidence that needs to be uh, uh, put in there, but that's just my... uh, That's my knee-jerk reaction to that. You know, he took nine lives. Uh, He doesn't deserve to be a cat. Period. Um... Moving on, coming up on uh, about 50 minutes here, so I'm going to wind this down. Um, There's uh, a lot of uh, caucuses within the Libertarian Party. Um, 
I think the uh, uh, most notable one is the Mises Caucus. Um, something called the Mrs. Caucus, but I mean, come on, it has two S's, not three S's. So it's it's the Mises Caucus. Um, let's see here. And if I can get the uh, the keys on this keyboard to work correctly. Um, there's a uh, a good number of uh, caucuses out there within the Libertarian Party, which I mean, there's the uh, let's see, here's just the ah yes, the Libertarian Natural Law Caucus. Um. And uh, just going off, or the, the, this looks like a a rather new caucus too, building a bridge between the faith and liberty movement communities. Um, it, it literally was created in uh, February of twenty twenty one. Um, that's interesting. Let's see, this is the Libertarian Healthcare Caucus. Uh, that's been around since last year. Um. See here, so I mean, there's a lot of uh, serious, uh, a lot of serious things happening. Um, see, of course, there's the uh, Libertarian uh, Socialist Caucus, um, which uh, I I don't particularly uh, associate with. Um, there are reasons for that. Some things I do agree with them, but I'm a libertarian centrist, so I, I tend to uh, not take things too hard one way or the other. I don't, I don't particularly uh, see a need to go all in socialism. I also don't see a need to go all in capitalism. Uh, but I know that. Um, myself and others have benefited uh, from policies uh, from both. Um, there's, there's a lot of good that um, the Socialist Caucus uh, offers, but um, I think there's definitely uh, issues with the ways that socialists and capitalists uh, communicate um, or attempt to communicate that are often um, met with hostility, and uh, and that's definitely an issue. Uh, let's see here. There's the um, the Christian Liberty Caucus. There's the Libertarian Party Psychedelic Caucus. Libertarian Party Market Environmentalism Caucus. And let's see here. The Pragmatist the Pragmaticist Caucus. Um, the Furry Caucus. Uh, let's see here. There's the Radical Caucus. Um, they tend to be wanting to push a lot of things. 
uh, on the libertarians, such as what the beliefs are and and, and then there are, of course, those uh, big L libertarians that like to say, "Oh, well, you know, if you don't, if you don't agree with, with all of these libertarian ideals, then you aren't a, a real libertarian or can't be a libertarian." And um, I don't agree with that. Uh, I think that's wrong. Think, uh, in the sense that it's forcing people to to fit in and be something when the whole concept of individual liberty is antithetical to that so um, I think uh, I think if any of the caucuses that need that needs work uh, uh, to refine itself uh, to be uh, better <laughs> and I think it would be the, uh, the radical caucus for sure um, let's see here. There is the, uh, Crypto Carcass. Crypto Carcass. The Crypto Caucus, of course. Um, I don't know, I don't know what a Crypto Carcass would look like. I don't even want to know. Uh, let's see here. Hmm. There's, uh, there's the Youth Caucus. There's even one called the Dripping Springs Youth Caucus. Um... That's based out of Texas. Interesting. I wasn't aware of that one. Uh, let's see here. There's the Animal Rights Caucus. Um, yeah. So, there's, there's definitely a lot of uh, a lot of segments within the party that are growing right now. Uh, I see this as a really good sign. And, um, and I'm hoping that, uh, despite my little L status, uh, I'm still going to keep learning, uh, about these and, uh, and hoping that, um, um, some of the caucuses that aren't, uh, performing up to, uh, Decent standards can uh, uh, make some improvements uh, in in time here. Um, definitely, hopefully, in time to be able to uh, counter things such as the uh, as these gun grabbers who want to uh, take everybody's AR fifteens and AK forty sevens, and they want to tax everything. They want to tax everybody's. Uh, uh, firearm purchases and ammunition purchases and things of that nature. Um, they just want to tax it all. Um, and, uh, of course, th th that leads into uh, my whole basis with taxation and stuff. Um, on that concept, uh, that, uh, of course, I didn't create that concept. Uh, I'm, I'm totally borrowing that concept. I, I, there's there really isn't much of a concept here that uh, that I'm really creating other than um, other than this centrist one and and of course that doesn't mean that libertarianism should be is a uh, uh, a centrist uh, concept or party because it's not um, 
that's 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 a whole different dichotomy from being a libertarian centrist. Being a libertarian centrist is antithetical to being a libertarian decentralist. Libertarianism itself is decentralized, which is how it needs to be. Um, but by having uh, some centrists here and there, uh, we help uh, with uh, kind of putting the glue together um, and, and and helping the party function. Um, you know, these these are the same kinds of things that uh, historically have happened within uh, the Democratic and the Republican parties. So, I mean, obviously our goal here isn't to um, uh, create a party that will take over and engulf and try to control everything like the Democratic Party has, has always done uh, and continues to do. Uh, but do you have a, uh, a political party that um that uh gives more power back to the people uh and allows people to make their own decisions for their own lives so that they can pursue their own happiness there's a lot of education out there and um it doesn't need to be uh pounded into everyone with a uh a baton or a uh, rubber bullet or uh or um, tear gas or anything like that. Um, that's that's not a peaceful, uh, comfortable way uh, to go about living and to teaching other people. It's just not. Um, you know, people live their lives. They make mistakes. They try to learn from them. They don't need to be uh, punished too much, I think. I think that 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 punishing people too much uh, detracts from them uh, trying to learn from their own mistakes, and uh, and they don't uh, and they, and they learn how to uh, how to fear and hate in the process rather than to empathize and love. Um, so uh, that's uh, that's my derivative from it. Um, so, uh, with that, uh, if you've been listening this long, uh, thank you for, uh, for listening and, uh, for your support and, uh, hopefully, uh, the next few months here rolling into summer, um, uh, we'll produce some, uh, some pretty good, uh, uh, support with uh, regards to um, the U.S. Constitution and how it's actually interpreted because it seems like a lot of people don't understand it or have a lot of misinterpretations of it. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, the education system and how they were taught and how they were taught to think. Uh, So uh, with that, um, we're coming up on an hour here and... uh, Again, thank you for listening, and uh, I'm just uh, trying to help spread the message of liberty, and uh, and uh, hope if uh, hope you're all having a uh, a good day, and uh, hope the rest of your uh, day and week goes better, uh, if at all possible. Uh, if not, uh, I hope it doesn't get worse. So, this is uh, libertarian now. And thank you for listening.